Yo, welcome to another episode of Shooting Shit with the Pros. We are here for episode two. Back again. We got some really good feedback for episode one and the Are You Still with the Pros? Are You Still with the Shits series? <laughs> you good, man? I'm Gucci, bro. Oh, good, good, good. I'm all good. right. I feel barely. Like, barely? You're barely hanging in there? It's or been just... a long week, bro. No, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. Ever, I'm, good that, I'm glad that we got good feedback. That's why we're here for That's another episode, right? You know. We did. We got some good feedback from the first few episodes. And I just want to let all the listeners know we got more bullshit on the way. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Facts. Is that what they say? I guess when you're an influencer. I think that's I think what so. it is. I think that's the, that's the influencer buzzword. Follow me on Instagram. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want them to follow you on? No. Oh, not you. Follow Simone specifically. Specifically. As well. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Her content is very fire. I post once every six months. That's all we need. Uh, her most recent post was her shredding it on the at the skate park, Ooh. right? Shredding Let's it. Let's talk about that. Shredding it. Yeah. I went down the tiniest hill they had, uh, and it took me 20 minutes to get there. Mm, but you look like Reggie Rocket. Oh, that's a good one. Love Reggie. I love Rocket Power. Where can I watch that? You uh, used to be able to watch it on Verb, but it's not there anymore. They took what it off? They, they took it off, bro. Are they taking everything off? They took everything Nickelodeon on. I bet. I bet. I bet. And I was like, so where am I supposed to watch um, Rocket Power and Our Real Monsters at? Yo, you. That, funny, that show came to my head when you're talking yo. about old school cartoons. I was like, damn, Our Real Monsters, underrated. Super Facts, underrated. Yo. Nobody talks about it, but that was a banger. If Every this, episode. I hit. didn't like it when I was a kid, but like I appreciate it now that I'm older. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked that as a kid. Yo, you know what nobody talks about though? Kablam. Yo, oh, no Kablam. one talks about Kablam, bro. But it was Actually, so hard. Now, bro. It was so hard to watch it as a kid. Because, like, I swear they didn't program it, like, put it on the programming schedule that much. They didn't, and it was always late. It was, it was like, like night. Yeah, super late or, like, yes. super early. But when I caught it, yo, I was in it. Yeah, that was heat, bro. I don't know why I put that there. That was heat. Um, so, yeah. Glad everybody listened, yo. Um, we appreciate y'all. Please keep listening. Yo, we got please. more bullshit coming for your head tops. And we getting straight into it right now. You gotta be shitting me, Lori Laughlin. Let's get it. Dang, what she do? So Lori Laughlin will get to serve her two month sentence at the prison of her choice. Wait, can we? Do we know what she got sentenced for? Yeah, can um, you remind us? Yeah, I think it's been she, a minute. Uh, I think she uh, she paid or she finessed her kids into like or her child into. A top school. I think it was USC. Having the grades. Mm-hmm. Was it USC? I think it I was think, too. I think she it like was. paid like the rowing coach or something. Yeah. One of those. One of the athlete coaches like to have like, her on the squad. Since he paid for her really squal- scholarship, right? Yeah. That's, squal- That's crazy. Scholarship. Yeah. Her scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> and the girl just wanted to be like a YouTuber. Like. Sickening. So she gets to. She went to jail, right? So yeah. Due process. Yay. She only got two months. Whatever. Um, but she's now being able to choose where she serves those two months. I'm sorry, what? Have you ever heard of some shit like that? She can choose where she's doing her two months, which she probably won't do the full two months, right? She'll probably get released early. Yeah, good behavior. Probably. So she'll probably do like 30 days. Yeah. Oh, her lawyer is probably telling her exactly which prison to choose. So that way they, it's like, oh, this one's overpopulated. So. (laughs) Bro, she low-key. Nah, she'll probably go to prison, right? You guys don't think she'll get put on house arrest? Like they'll have to move it. Nah, she'll it's definitely just... go to prison. Okay, for okay. A couple weeks I was at like, the least. Bro. I think like, damn. it'll probably be like two or three. She's gonna go to the, an overpopulated prison where they're already like letting people out who are on good behavior and have blue collar crime. Blue, blue. Is it white collar crime? White collar crimes. I mean, it's white collar. Yeah, it'd be white collar. I had to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. Um, if you didn't know what white privilege was. Here we are. That's an example. Yeah, that's nuts. She literally gets to choose where she gets to serve her sentence. I can't even imagine that. I also can't imagine going to prison at all, but, you know, that's a whole nother thing. But the idea of if I'm getting punished, I get to choose my punishment, or at least how I serve it out, is crazy to me. And it's not even some, for something that's like, oh, is she guilty? Is she not? Nah, she guilty. Like, <laughs> she did that shit. Guilty yeah, yeah. as fuck. Guilty, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> sure. No question. That, there was a crime committed here. But hey, have your pick. Ugh. 
Oh, we got to call that shit out, man. Um, it's not Lori's fault, right? It's the system. It's the system in which we live in. Is it her fault? And is it broken? Like, it's clearly like, broken, right? Okay. It's definitely, the system is, yes, the bigger part of it. But it's definitely her fault because, I mean, she benefits from the system. She does. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, not just, of course, her white privilege, but the way in, like, Western culture, particularly America, right, we put celebrities on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's another part of it. Like, if she, I will be honest, I think if she were a regular white woman, it would, she would definitely benefit uh, from privilege in some aspects. But to this degree, no, nah, it's definitely because she was on, a, what show was he on? she on? Uh, she was on Full House. Oh, Full House. Yeah. 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 Literally. It's like America's sweetheart. I mean, granted, she wasn't like Mary Kate or Ashley, but like, you're just on one of the biggest shows of all time for America. Like, yeah, that celebrity. Full House was a banger too, bro. I love that show. No, Um, definitely. Yeah. That doesn't mean you get to finesse your kids into college when there's millions of kids who are trying to get into the same school, likely, and who have worked their ass off their whole life and don't have the parents with the clout. To be able to do that, um, stop using your privilege to your advantage, and be aware of the realities in which we live in. You nasty, nasty human being. Hope you hope you learn your lesson in jail wherever you choose to serve it at. Pfft, disgusting. That was mean. Um, I don't care. I mean, it's not nice to like cheat your way into things. So. What she did was not nice. All right, y'all. Moving on. I know I... Did I say call that shit out? Because that was supposed to be you gotta be shitting me. But either way, we're calling it out and you gotta be shitting me. Yeah. Um, But we're really about to call out. We're really about to call out Ice. Um, Simone, what, what did Ice do? So, let me... Pull up my source here. I'm. You can just Google this, and multiple sources will come up. But for this uh, case, I am using USA Today, mm. and um, they are alleging that um, unwanted hysterectomies and other abuses at ICE facility prompts investigations. Um, and actually, this one is pretty. It's pretty close to home. Um, this is happening in Georgia. Um, and if you guys don't know, a hysterectomy is when a uterus is removed um, from a woman so that way they can no longer have children. Um, this is usually done as preventive care or because someone has some sort of cancer um, and not usually just to sterilize someone. Although there is that are... what they're saying? They're doing it to sterilize? Yeah. So this is... Again, from USA Today, says the allegations stem from a 27-page complaint compiled by Project South, an Atlanta-based advocacy group, as well as Georgia's Detention Watch, Georgia Latino Alliance for Human Rights, and South Georgia Immigrant South Support Network. Sorry, I just butchered all of those. But basically, it's saying that um, they are removing the uteruses of women who are detainees in these Camps. <clears throat> when are y'all gonna stop pissing on us and telling us it's raining? It's just so sad. Like these are human people. Like, why are you There's taking no away their rights? There's no excuse for it. Over their bodies. You can write a 27-page really convincing whatever you want to call it, reasoning. The whole time you're pissing on me and telling me it's raining. It's disgusting. It's not, there's there's no conversation here. Am I I off here? No, absolutely not. I mean, I just, no matter what, I feel like we should have control over our own bodies. I don't, unless you're like, obviously like, insane um but i think that you should still have basic rights right like no one should be removing your organs from your body yeah yeah i agree without your consent sorry no i'm like i'm just really confused as to why this stuff happens period but like it's just 
really disturbing to me. Like, I mean, yeah, we should have control of our own bodies, but particularly women. Like, throughout history, women just continue, right, to have their bodies messed with and, like, dictated as to how they can be used or how they should be used. Like, I just, it's weird that they're focusing particularly on women. I still don't know why they're doing this. It really doesn't matter why they're doing it, but the fact that it's only women, right, or at least women have been reported. No men have been reported of castration or any form of sterilization. Mm -hmm. It's just... I don't know. I can't even. I really pretty disgusted. Very disgusted. It's I almost just, like we're not people. Yeah, like women, we're not people. Up. Yeah, it's it's messed up, dude. This is some real. Like, who was talking about? Um, somebody was talking about. Uh, what's that one show on Hulu? Very popular. Very very about like the future. Uh, Hand Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's oh yeah. Tale. Yeah. Megan loves that show. And they're like, it's a great yo, show. Under Trump, like just. With this current administration, it just continues to move forward and towards that. Like, this seems mm-hmm. like some very, like, these pe- people are already being detained, right? Mm-hmm. Locked up. Uh, and now their bodies are being mutilated and manipulated. I, had, I watched one episode of the show, it's, but it seems sounds very, like, on par with what was going on in the show. Like, this yeah. weird po- post-apocalyptic society. Very scary. Yeah. And, I mean, the women in the show have literally no control over their body. They don't have control over their right. names. Exactly. Like, nothing. And... We're not that far off from that. like. But so like, I'm really scared as to what they're going to do with these women. Just like thinking like the premise of that show, like, okay, you sterilize them. So how are you going to continue to disrespect them? Like, I'm getting some really dark thoughts that I really don't want to say on the microphone, but just like, think about it. Like these women yeah. can no longer reproduce. Um, they're already being detained. I'm sure they've gone through a lot of traumatic experiences. So what new trauma are they going to lay onto these women um, and now that they've done this? I mean, and... I'm not saying that the hysterectomy was stopping anyone before, but now, like... Right. Right. Man, I think this is a great segue into the legacy of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, I'm going to stop the music. Uh, R.I.P. Iconic woman. Iconic woman. Iconic legacy. To a absolutely... Phenomenal human being who drove this country to a place where we closer to where we want it to be. Mm. Just to go over a few of her um, accomplishments and what she's done for women. One, the right to sign a mortgage without a man. That one blew my mind because I, of course, you know that like women were always like, I don't know, this next oppressed. Yeah, but that just blew my. I didn't know that that's like something she fought for. Who should have to fight for that? That's sick. Yeah, right. Like the fact that there's laws that prohibited women from doing this is really blowing my mind. But make America great again. Um, <clears throat> the right to have a bank account without a male cosigner. Yo, this was a crazy one to me. Like, <laughs> I mean, granted, the way the patriarchy works, it's like. I understand it. And hearing it, I guess I'm not surprised when I take a second to think about it. But you're telling me women could not store their money in any financial institution by themselves, like, prior to Ruth Bader's, Ruth, man. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. RBG. RBG. Getting, um, right, getting into the game. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, uh, you know, she seemed to live a long life, but still, when she started practicing law, it wasn't that long ago, right? It's within the last 50 years, I would imagine. 50, maybe 60 years. Um, and that's crazy. Up until that, like our parents could be alive. Definitely, our grandparents experienced life like this, right? Yeah. Where they couldn't get property. Um, women in our families couldn't get property. Um, couldn't have a bank account and put their money anywhere after they worked. Um, or however they got money. You know, it's wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's disheartening, to say the least. And it's sad when we realize that this wasn't too long ago in our nation's history, but not shocking. Not shocking. Not shocking, though. It honestly puts so many things into perspective for me, like, as far as, like, the the whole, like, notion of, like, getting married while you're young and, like, why these kind of societal norms are norms. Mm. Like, because women couldn't do anything yeah. before anyway. Yo, that's a really good point. So it's like, of course women were getting married when they were young because it is, like, straight from your dad's to your husband. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yo, Simone, you. That's a whole nother topic right there (laughs) that we could get into. All right, next one. Uh, The right to have a job without being discriminated based on your gender. 
she was a part of all this. The last one, the rights of women to be pregnant and have kids and work. Come on. Come on. What are we talking about here? So did she help with things like uh, maternity leave? I'm, I'm guessing. I'm it, assuming, yeah. That's crazy. And like we're not even in a place as a country where we can say we give women the appropriate maternity leave. Like we, don't. we still have a lot of progress to be made there. There are employers that won't even let you like after you've given birth, like pump breast milk. Like what? I have yeah. to feed my child. Yeah. It's crazy. And to think that one person had their hand in driving the country towards um, a place, again, like I said, a place where we want to be um, in such a way on such what seems to us to be like we shouldn't even be fighting for these things. Yeah. But <laughs> people had to fight for them, and she was one of those people. Um, and I that think, was just a fraction of her. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a highlight, like a, a high-level highlight reel. Um, at the end of the day, all we can say is uh, thank you. Thank you for the legacy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for all of all that she's done to push women's rights forward. Because, I mean, there's so many other things that she's done as far as abortion rights and and um, birth control. Like, there's so many things that she's done um, that if we didn't have her, this place may not be. We wouldn't have, the, obviously, the rights that we do now. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd just like to add that she kept fighting until her last days. She was not folding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even even up until, you know, her last day. So rest in honor, RBG. I mean, can't say anything or can't say thank you enough for yeah. what you have done for so many different people. As a man, I want to say, <clears throat> I hope to follow in your footsteps. I think all men should say that. Like, yeah. should we should all be fighting for women's rights because they're human rights. Yeah. I think facts. that I think that oh sorry Alex we gonna say no I was just gonna say fa- yeah, no facts <laughs> yeah I think that leads us into our topic today and I I, I really just want to talk about you know women and their struggle in the workplace historically where we're at now and how we can go about making a difference there and I have my homegirl her name is Bree um, she is a beast. I'm not going to say where she works. I ain't going to put her on blast like that, but she's a beast. Um, And I want to call her in. And I also want to hear a lot from you, Simone, um, here, because me and Alex are men. I mean, we see it, Mm -hmm. but you live it. It's different, right? Yeah. It's different. Um, So I want to hear from both of you. I'm going to call her in. Let's see if she picks up. See what the vibes are like. Hey. Yo, Bree, welcome to Shooting Shit with the Pros. We are happy to be here. Hey, Bree. Can you hear Simone? You haven't you haven't met Simone, Alex. Simone, Alex. These are my co-hosts. Uh, meet Bree Woods. Sorry to drop your last name. We could bleep that um, <laughs> if you don't want it. But <laughs> kind of like an IG influencer with that name. Bro. I know. Look, Bree Woods is a fire Bree name, Woods bro. It's a, a really name. good name. It really is. Thank you. Happy to have you on the show, fam. Um, I was just telling the crew, we're, we're heading into our topic now, um, talking about women, their struggle in the workplace, um, talking about how we can get to a place where we want to be, and really just understand where we're at and the realities of what you guys go through navigating corporate America. Right. So I uh, wanted to start off asking you and Simone both, like, as women, are there any fears are there any fears that you have navigating corporate America? Bree, do you want to go first? Can you repeat the question? Are there any fears that you have because you are a woman? You because you are a woman as you navigate corporate America? Um, yeah, I'll go first. Definitely for me, my fear is especially being as a black woman, um, having my gender um be a factor in me not getting promoted into leadership roles mm. just due to someone else's unconscious bias. Because um, it's not just always race, it's 
our gender too and that for me is is a is a huge fear because I don't want to ever be seen as you know like oh woman can do that sort of position or merely just being held back because someone thinks that there's not going to be someone else who can fill my role in more of a supporting um, job role. Like, I have dreams of leadership. I want those um, skill sets that I have that I maybe need to hone in on. I want someone to help me hone those skills instead of having those skills hold me back where someone's saying like, oh, you know, maybe this person's not suited because they're used to having a room full of men and they don't really want to upset that quote unquote balance. So for me, that's, that's my big fear, not being let into the room because of my gender, not because of what I could bring to the table. Right. Yeah. And for me, I'll piggyback off of that a bit. Um, I see it sometimes like, if it's between me and a male counterpart who is equally qualified and the hiring manager might be a man, like I'm afraid that they'll see the male as like the person who can be their buddy on the weekend, someone that they can golf with, someone they can, you know, talk about things with. And even though I'm just as qualified or more qualified, they're going to go with that person. Um, And then also I'm afraid that my gender will kind of go against me because I'm afraid that um, men tend to sexualize women and objectify us. And I'm always, it's always a fear of mine. That's like, they got, I got a position because someone likes how I look or they expect me to do something like quid pro pro quid. I can never say this quid 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 pro quo. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Which is essentially you scratch my back. I scratch yours. Exactly. Um, So yeah, that's, those are my fears. Alex, you look like you got something to say. Oh, I thought you were about to hop in, bro. I have nothing to say to that. No, I, I just, I'm just listening. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I see it all the time, too. Um, I, I think it's important that we oftentimes ask ourselves, in corporate, why not her? Mm-hmm. I've seen over and over women leaders body their roles. Not even leaders, women professionals, individual contributors, those who lead teams, body, two times as good as males, as their male counterparts. But how they get half the recognition. How? Why? Why not her for the promo? Why not her for the role? Mm-hmm. I, really, I truly just feel like like so much of corporate is like this this boys club where it's just like, they just want to like have a buddy. Like I see it so they, many they times. They want somebody like them. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a yeah. great guy. So I'm going to choose, I'm going to go with this guy over this woman. Which makes it even harder for black women. Yeah. Because if it is a woman, it's likely going to be a white woman. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yo, here's some data. And I don't know how accurate this is, to be honest with you, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Where is it, could it be from? Accurate. It's from themuse.com. I don't know how accurate this is, but oh. it's, it's data that I don't doubt. I'll say that. So in twenty women in twenty eighteen, women made up forty eight percent of entry level employees, but only thirty eight percent of managers, thirty four percent of senior managers or directors, twenty nine percent of VPs, twenty three percent of SVPs, and just twenty two percent of C suite executives. For every one hundred men promoted to manager level roles, only seventy nine women moved up in similar roles. As we go up, the numbers dwindle heavily. That's for women in general. That's nasty. Imagine it for people of color who are women. Is is How can you win? <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt those numbers at all. Um, I'm actually currently doing a feature within the leadership within my department and I work in IT, which is a very white male dominated world. Um, Mm. And I had to interview a lot of some of the leaders in my department just for a uh, kind of like a town hall feature so that people can kind of get to reconnect during all of this remote working. And one of the female managers that I interviewed when I asked 
one of the questions that I asked her was what has surprised her most in her chosen career path. And her response to that was just being a woman in this field, I'm surprised that women are still having to work double, if not triple, sometimes as hard as their male counterparts and become leaders, um, you know, with really no explanation why. Why is it that it took so long for me to get promoted within this organization when I was clearly the only subject matter expert, you know, in my department? Why is that? Why, um, you know, because if it's not skills, then why, how are people getting promoted? And she was just like, you know, there's this assumption that, you know, women, even though we're accounting for a larger number of the workforce now than we were, you know, a, a generation or two ago, people are still expecting us to, you know, leave and I guess follow this like more traditional lifestyle plan. Like, oh, well, we don't want to invest in her because she's going to like quit or, you know, get married, have kids, start a family. She's not going to be as as hardworking. And that's just simply not the case. If anything, women work harder. So exactly. she, she brought that up. Um, and I, and, and it really caught me off guard, but I really appreciated her honesty in that mm. because that is still a very real, um, I guess, thought that is prominent within, you know, management, even though it really, sh- it shouldn't be because I feel like statistics prove otherwise. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Too often we, like, we we have the data to support things. However, we neglect that and say, "Oh yeah, I've I've been in this industry for long enough. I know how these things go." Nah, yeah. that's dead, fam. We look at data. This isn't this isn't sports, where you can say, "Yo, did, he got that dog in him. She got that dog in her." Like, in the fourth quarter, she's gonna deliver. Like, nah, fam, this is corporate America. This is just work we're doing. We can look at data and right. it'll, it'll tell us all we need to know. Oh, facts. I have a question for the ladies, women. Mm. Sorry. Um, ladies is fine. I don't know, man. <laughs> <Just> apologize. <laughs> I did. Yo, man, I, I don't ever want to disrespect anybody. Facts, I feel But um, so to that point, very interesting, Bree. Uh, to you and Simone, do either of you feel like you have champions for you? at work that like highlight your work or make sure your work is put in front of the right people potentially to help you with that career growth. Um, yeah. Or just show that you may be ready for the next level or that even in your current level, like there's potential there that can be grown. Yes. And no. Oh, can you laugh? Oh, yes. And no. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've had someone who has previously been in my corner um, and like, Hey, you should go out for this role. But then I, if I didn't get it, she'd be like, well, it wasn't a good role for you anyway. So it's like, wait, did you, like, did was I supposed to go? Like, why did you want me to go for that if it wasn't something that you thought I would be good at or, like, that would be good for me? Do you think they're just trying to, like, not necessarily let you down easy, but, you know, be there, not even necessarily coddle you. I can't think of I don't know, word, but then but it's not championing me. That's, that's I mean, yeah, coddling me. That's that's yeah. very true, which is the opposite, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point because I think that goes into what is a true champion and do, like, how often do you have men championing, championing, championing on the behalf of women? Well, mm. I will say that I have had male champions mm. in the past as well, where they're like, you should go out for this. I'm going to put you in this position to do it. I'm going to put in a good word for you. Like It's all on you now. Yeah. Or, I mean, honestly, those those champions might have been better because really? I did get those positions. Mm. Really? Yeah. Whereas, I hate it. Hate to admit it, but you know, for like the woman that was helping me, you know, it just didn't feel like authentic. Was she trying as hard as she could? Because you have a whole lot more influence, and mm. you know, I'm glad you brought that up too because I feel like it's it's harder for women in a workplace. I feel like women leaders hardly like bring up someone on their own it's all it's almost like because we have to work so hard they feel like if you're as competent 
as they were, then you'll survive. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I, I feel like I found the same when it, I feel like the male mentors in my life have maybe been way more helpful than some of the, like the women leaders that I've had or worked with. I, I feel like sometimes in the workplace, women are harder and they're, I even say cattier than, than like male counterparts or male leaders. Yeah, I can see that. Like women being harder to impress almost. Why? Because I, like, like Brie was just saying, like, you know, they feel like they've worked so hard to get to where they are. So you should, yeah, you should be working just as hard. I definitely think it's a social conditioning thing, too, um, that you definitely, I'm sure you guys don't have time to dive into on this podcast, but it is, I I think it's it's just a women thing. Like, we're, it's almost like we're conditioned to compete with each other instead of, like, saying, hey, there's enough room for all of us at this table. Absolutely. Is the table big enough? That's so Um, funny, because as black men, we, I, I don't know, I experience the same thing. Like, you see the same thing. And that's why I think the the fight is so much harder for black women because black people, we, we experience the same thing. Um, leaders who say, nah, this is the way I did it. You got to do it the same way. Nah, if you see that there's another way in which you can assist me so I cannot cheat the system but finesse the system into gaining a positive outcome for what I want, then help me do that. I think that part of that conditioning is like men are always on teams. Like from what age do you start playing sports and you're always on a team? Whereas women, I feel like are, yes, like there are women that are, that play sports when they were kids. Right. But for a lot of it is like, we're always in competition with each other, always in competition on who can get the better grades, who can get a better man. Like there's always this like constant competition between women on things like that where as men they're always like oh we're a team like let's work together on this i don't know something I like the beauty pageant that's interesting, of life. yeah, yeah the beauty, beauty pageant mm. of corporate america mm-hmm. yo that's really interesting i never thought about it like that to be honest with you it kind of reminds me of you guys okay it's gonna sound silly but beyonce's song flawless yeah so when Man, I cannot say That's the thing that I instantly thought of when when Bree said that. Yeah, that's what I thought of too. Like that poem. Uh, Well, I don't even know if it's a poem or just like like a a monologue. But man, I'm about to probably mess this up. (laughs) Chamanda Ngozi Adichie uh, or Adichie. She's featured on the song, right? And they give her that break. And she's just talking about how women are conditioned to always be in competition with themselves. Or everything they do is um, essentially for a man, right? Like, look at me, look at me. But like. That's not what it should be about. Women should be able to build each other up and women should be able to go after positions of power, positions of leadership without the fear of one, pulling another woman down or like one, there's too many women at this table so we have to fight in that fear or two, like even anything remotely revolving around a man. Mm -hmm. Um, I had another question for you guys. Uh, You mentioned that the women champions may not always uh, feel like they're going as hard as some of the men. And obviously I don't know the context of your guys' relationship, with these women, but do you think sometimes these women are also inhibited by other men? They're like, they may champion you guys, but they're like, I mean, you're already here, so why do we need another, right? Do you think that's ever been an issue for women? And when they do try to bring someone up, like they have their own blockers um, or face a certain glass ceiling themselves? That's a great question. Go ahead, Simone. Oh, no, I was going to ask him to rephrase it. So like, me being a male, if I say something to someone like, yo, Simone's killing it, we should promote her, does it have a different weight than if Brie, right, is the person you're reporting into and she says that Simone's killing it, they may, uh, it may not have as much of an impact to those. Because, right, like, you don't just get to, pro- like, if I want to promote someone, if I were a manager, I can't just say, oh, I want to promote you. Like, it doesn't, it has to go through, like, a whole thing, right? Like, a whole process in which... My director, or my who I report to, goes has to okay, and so forth and so forth. So, do you think that's ever an issue where the person trying, the woman trying to champion you, faces her own issues in doing so? Um, I don't know. I think 
an overgeneralization of it all would be like, yes. But I feel like it depends on the situation, right? Like who, like, of course there are women do have glass ceilings, right? Yeah. We've, we know. Right. But I think it depends on like the women's role, their influence in the company. Like a lot of times, I won't say a lot of times for me in my experience, that woman has a lot of influence in the company and she could have championed for me. She could have been like, no, this is who you should go with. Like, trust me, like this is your person. But, um, I don't know. That's, that's a hard question. Can I, can I add, can I answer? I know this was for the woman, but I have some some perspective here. For sure. So in my, like what I've seen, I think it depends on the leader who you have. Okay. Okay. Right. So if you have a woman in a leadership role, which is she has somebody who reports to her and she's championing for another woman, whoever's that leader, you're going to look nuts coming off saying like, oh yeah, that, I don't know about that. That's another woman we're promoting. And I don't know what, yeah. what that looks like. Like, That'd nah, be crazy. No. I'd be like, what? Let's look at what she's done. You guys think that's crazy. You guys think that's crazy. Yeah, I think it is. So we know that we just said on average, so 100 men, for every 100 men that are getting moved up to the next level, only 79 women. To me, that does seem that there, like, there is some type of funnel, right? Like silo that in which, like there's even why it's not one-to-one and it's not because women aren't qualified. I definitely think part of it is that men are in rooms, whether they're not saying explicitly, uh, thinking there are already too many women here or we have enough women which like they may not um, explicitly say it, yeah. but they may think it. Like, uh, I'm not even gonna go into this whole rant. But. No, I I agree that it's not explicitly said because, yeah. like I said, that sounds nuts. You can't come out and say something like, "Oh, ew, but let's are look women at the team. saying that to other to men counterparts? No, like, not, the women aren't saying it. The women are okay. trying to champion, but the men are thinking it. They're it, the women are they're trying. In the example I'm giving, the women are trying to champion for other women, right? Okay. They're trying to get that seat for them at the table, but men, even if they may not say it to the uh, woman leader, their head, they're thinking, I hear what you're saying, but nah, right now is not the time for them because they're thinking like, just, you know, for whatever reason, maybe they just promoted someone else on the team, right? That's a woman. Like, mm, no. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I think it depends, I on, the, I think it depends on the leader. Like, Yeah, I could do that. Are you a leader that believes in equity? Or are you a leader who looks into things like, oh, we might have too many women on the team? Right. I more so like agree with that. I think it's like really a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. And when you are, when you get ahead of your career, you think to promote someone who reminds you of you. I feel like with mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of leaders or even just mentors they see something in like a younger version of themselves. And so typically that's kind of someone who is the same gender. I don't have any statistics to back that up. That's just like my personal opinion. And so I think that that's just kind of what happens. And so that's how kind of guys get pulled ahead or are thought of for promotions, whereas maybe women are not unless, you know, they're just exceptional with their work. Um, And then, you know, there's statistics saying, you know, men will apply for a job that they're maybe only 70%-ish or so qualified for. Whereas women, like, we wait until we have, we can check all of the boxes mm-hmm. in order to say, like, okay, yes, like, I should go for this now because I'm, I'm ready. Instead of saying, well, I'm kind of ready and I'll learn. I'll learn everything else when I get there. Yeah. And I think that has something to play for it play too into that because someone could be you know encouraging you to go after something but if you don't take that leap and fill out the application yourself like they can't force you into a position that you know yeah. you're not willing to step into yeah and i guess i feel like i don't have the data to back it up in front of me but i know i've definitely read articles um of women just like not advocating for themselves in the workplace and i think that feeds into it too like you have to like always have your own back yeah you you're your biggest fan and i think that's something that young professionals struggle with as well um we don't know how to advocate and pat ourselves on the back and say yo i did this mm-hmm. this was this is what i've done this is why you should pay me more 
Like, that's a skill that needs to be learned. However, it's not taught. Like, it's advice that I've gotten from somebody who I was lucky to be in con. I was lucky to be in a relationship with them, right? In relation with them. Not in a relationship. <laughs> Let's not get anything confused. Um, <laughs> yeah. So last question I have for you guys. Um, what do you think about women-dominated industries or um, like professions or, yeah, whatever you want to call it, led by men? Like human resources is one of them. Like, I look on my team, everywhere I've been, it's been women-dominated. However, majority of the time, we see our leaders in the same org, and it's a man. Like, what do you guys think about that? Do y'all hear that? I do, but okay, it's all good. <laughs> Sorry. What do, um, what do you guys think about that? <laughs> yeah, I think, hmm. obviously, I don't like the idea, but... Let me try and articulate that <laughs> articulate that a little better. Um, yeah, I just feel like men shouldn't be ruling over women. <laughs> like that sounds like crazy, but honestly, like, how can you tell me? I don't know. I need to think about that a little more. Yeah. What do you think, Bray? It's kind of a deep one, though. I. I have strong feelings about it because for me, it's like women are doing all of this work, but like a man is making the decisions at the end of the day. Why? He has the final say. Um, exactly. Yes. I just, yeah, I, I, I don't like that. And I, I think for me, and yeah, I'm going to like take that stance on this podcast. <laughs> so um, I think for me, it's a, you know, Unless you've, like, done the work, really been in my shoes, and unless you've, like, put on a pair of stilettos and really, like, walked around all day, then you haven't been in my shoes. Like, how can you make decisions that are affecting, you know, me? Also, whoa, 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 Okay, for, like, business decisions, yes. But I feel like I know, I personally know some female leaders who are, if like, tough. Like, really tough. Mm -hmm. um, and I think maybe that's, like, part of a... I've never seen, I've never seen a female leader who wasn't, like, extremely yeah. tough and strong. And like, yeah. Just, mm, you know what I mean? So it's, like, if you have, a, if the majority of your workers are women but there's no women in the room helping you make decisions like how to me that it just, it's, that doesn't make sense to me because there are women who are definitely capable of making, of being business minded and mm. making good business decisions. It also just feels gross, right? Like it's like this man just like telling all these women what to do. It's like, what? This feels. Yeah, it's gotta make sense, bro. If the whole population looks a certain way, and the leader of the population doesn't <laughs> look like that as well or does is not representation of that, then we need to make some adjustments. Ideally, we need to have diversity at all levels. So regardless of what the leader looks like, we're not tripping on anything, right? Mm. It should be should, regardless of whatever. Anybody can do any job in corporate America. There's not a woman job in corporate. There's not a man job in corporate. So- we should look at leaders and say, okay, yeah, I, I could care less because there's diversity all throughout. And this leader just so happened to be that, just so happened to lead, not because of anything that they were born with, but because of what they can do in the role, like what they can accomplish, their credentials, they deserve to be there. However, you've got these, you've got these, um, like I can speak to HR because it's so, I, I, I'm in it. I'm like one man on a team of how many women, however, our leader's a man. And it's like, yo, like I want to be that one day, but not if it, not if I, not if I finesse my way to the top by being a man, like I want to earn that. Yeah. And if there's a woman who's more capable of leading, she deserves that. 
So if it came if it came to that, it's like you and a woman who's more qualified than you. And she's like, they're like, take that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're more qualified and you have more potential than me, yo, you deserve it. And whatever, like, here's my thing. There's enough for all of us to get it. So I believe in myself. I'm a hypo. I can, I will be eventually a great leader. However, not until I'm ready for it. Yeah. And if there's other people who deserve it more than me at the time, they deserve it. I don't want it. I don't want anything that I, that I have not earned. Yeah. We gotta we gotta start moving that way. Um and Bree, just to give you a I know I know we didn't bring it up, but we got on this topic just talking about um Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her legacy and how, you know, a lot of what she did, you know, she she really drove us towards where we wanna be. However, we still got a lot of fucking work to do. Definitely. We're not there yet. So shout out to you. We'd love to have you on the pod. You're amazing. I love you. Thank you. Y'all got anything to say to Bree? Thank you. Thanks um, for coming. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, I think it's really great what you guys are doing and super excited to listen to all of the episodes and tell everyone about them. Say that. Oh, thank you. That's love. Say appreciate that. it. We love you, Bree. Can't wait to have you here all in right. person one day. Yeah, for sure, fam. Post-pandemic. Right. Post-pandemic. Bye. All right, peace, fam. Love you. If we can ever get Love out Brie. of the pandemic. Yo, I seen something that said, like, one shit day. won't be back to normal to, like, 2024. Oh. And I was like, all right, I'm good on Earth. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I saw something 2022. That's what I thought you were going to say. I think uh, Fossey said 2022. He did. He said Dr. end of 2022. 2022 before we see anything like normal. He says yeah. summer 2022. If, I mean, if we I ever can make it then, I, see, can make it then. I, can, I don't know. I don't think I can. Any form of normalcy, like, I mean, this stuff. I mean, I, the thing is, I'm not surprised by his uh, projection. It's, you have to take the thing off. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Damn, my man's been nice. He's struggling right now, bro. I'm sorry, oh, Alex. What were you saying? Uh, like, right? These vaccines aren't magic. They take time. <laughs> My boy, but now you got it right. I got it in there, bro. I got it in there. Oh, uh, what do you call it? Oh, I mean, these vaccines take time, right? If that's like part of what will bring us back to quote unquote normalcy, because it's not going away. Like, let's be honest, this is a virus that's out there. It's a strain that's out there. It's not going away. And Americans are stupid and keep spreading it. Very true. Exactly. And like, the, one thing I hope <laughs> is that it doesn't change, because that's the thing about a virus. And what makes it so scary is that they adapt, they're pretty smart. Um, so, like, yeah, to create a vaccine for anything that has the potential to change or doing that, it's going to take years. So his projection of 2022 doesn't surprise me, really. Yo, you know what's crazy? What's that? My mom told me she hasn't seen, and she works in the alligator industry, she hasn't seen anything like this since, like, the AIDS pandemic. Like, when AIDS broke, she's seen some crazy stuff. And she likens it to what's going on now. And I'm like, damn. So, okay. what did, I mean, granted... With that pandemic or with that uh, disease disease uh, occurred, people weren't like being told to stay at home. But was there any type of time to get back to quote unquote normal, or did they just handle it so differently that she said there's a lot of similarities? Like people were saying, people were extremely like, "Yo, we we're gonna beat this. Like we gotta fight this." Blase, blase. That never went away. Yeah. I, mean, we still I don't expect to go away. I don't think COVID nineteen is ever gonna be extinct. Like, we're just going to have to vaccine. Once we get back, I mean, who knows when those vaccines will be exactly distributed. Like, when we can go and say, okay, I need, I'm going to get my COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be something you have to get every year. If it's exactly. like a booster, you know. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, some really depressing stuff. I'm going to do it, but just not immediately. Oh, yeah. I'm no, wait. sir. I'm wait for the first round. No, folks sir. Be like, yo, y'all good? Yeah, it probably first. won't be until like, it'll be a while. Yeah. But I'm going to get it. I will, for sure. I thought, I'm like, of course I would want to be protected against that. Yeah, for sure. That stuff is uh, no joke. All right, yo. Let's end it on a good note. Um, oh, this is 
like very happy music. It really is. Yo, who produced this joint? <laughs> Alexander Wade. <laughs> Alexander Wade. <laughs> if you On ain't know, beat. if you ain't know, Alex is a producer and he's hard, bro. This is just one of his chill joints, you know? You know, I try. I try. Thank you guys. Damn, that's really nice. Fam, you know you gotta show love, fam? All right, yo, Naomi Osaka. Yo, that is my girl. Like, I tell people I love her, and it's not even on one of those, like, celeb crushes. No, I love her and everything she's doing. She is holding it down. Athlete extraordinaire. Yes, yes. She's really good at tennis. She, oh yeah, she's, she's freaking fire. She, she's amazing at tennis, but she's even more fire at using her platform to speak out against injustices. Yo, once she won the U.S. Open, she had me sweating a little bit. Um, won it last weekend, I think. Um, and yeah, she was down, came back and won. And then you know she didn't let her foot off the gas. Every match during the U.S. Open, she wore someone else's name. Um, that unfortunately has been a, a victim of uh, police brutality and passed away. Did everyone? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Unfortunately, everyone that's uh, died, or not everyone, but people that have died from uh, police brutality. And then at the end of the U.S. Open, when she won, and they asked her about the mask, like, what did you hope to get out of this? She flipped it back on them. She's like, she well, what did you get out of this? Right? Because it's really about you guys. Um, she, she already knew where she stood on it. Oh, exactly. yeah, exactly. And that's what she was saying. Don't She's ask like, me that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ask yourself a question. Exactly. She also had a very fire tweet. Does anyone know what, she, what her tweet was? Nah. About her not being afraid because she has the blood of her ancestors running through her oh, veins. I, seen that. Yeah. I, seen that, yeah. I was like, chills. Yeah. And did you see <laughs> That's some she... like Black Panther type stuff. Oh, like, she's not full of it. Yeah. Did Ryan Coogler write that for you? <laughs> <laughs> did you see what she said when uh, she talked about her platform? Like she said, the reason I keep wanting to win and be on TV is so I can continue to speak out. So she's Love like, you should that. expect to see me on TV Say that. a lot more and I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, yo. All right, we need more young people like that. Yo, you don't. Just so you know, you don't have to be Naomi Osaka to say some shit like that. We all have, we all have influence in our own everyday lives. Say that, yeah, yeah. You can say that shit to your fam. You can you can speak truth to any human being in any situation. Fear not, they won't kill you. I have Naomi's tweet um, pulled up just so I can tell you exactly what it says. She's a Wow. She said, I would like to thank my ancestors because every time I remember their blood runs through my veins, I am reminded that I cannot lose. Yo. You can't lose. Bro. Oh, my God. I just, what she's going to do for the sport. And, man, the things that she's already done for the sport, like with, uh, after Sloan, is her last name? Steven? Sloan Stevens? Sloan Stevens. Man, after their match, and, like, Naomi purposely brought her with her so she can be interviewed as well. Mm. Yo, Naomi. Well, no, that wasn't Sloan Stevens. Oh, that was, that was oh, uh, man. Bro. That was the younger... Oh, well, um, I can't remember her name. Man, I'm terrible. I apologize for butchering that. Uh, man, I I can't remember her name. I cannot. Yeah, we know what you're talking about. We know what you're talking about. Yo, yeah. I, I'm have to shout her out on the next one because I definitely need her name. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta do. I gotta. We're <laughs> right gonna have to run it Yo, back. Yo, someone say yeah. something. Someone say something because I'm got. I gotta look yeah, her up. Yeah, pull her up. Pull her up, fam. Yeah, we love to see. You. Um, we love to see. Look, this is inspiration for you guys. Naomi Osaka is inspiring, okay? So if you see that and say, yo, Naomi's killing it, fam. It's 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 a lot of love for Naomi. And she's but it's so also, young, too. She's very young. Say her name. What's her name? Coco Goff. Coco Goff. Yeah. Yes. Yo, Coco, I apologize. I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but if she you will. do. Yeah, one day, for <laughs> sure. I don't know if you'll hear this episode. You know, I hear another episode, but yo, I, I apologize. You also are very, very talented and can't wait to see you grow. She's like 16. Yeah, insane. continue to grow in the game and kill it, too. Yeah. Again, yo, though, like, yo, if you don't see that and get inspired by that, look, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, yo, what is my purpose here? What does inspire me? What <laughs> right. does motivate me? Like, I get chills. Like, I got chills when I heard her say that. When she, when she questioned the report and was like, nah, what did you get out of it? She I think that's the most important. She questioned the world. The reporter yeah. was... Uh, you know the vehicle mm-hmm. to ask yeah. it right but she was asking the world and i felt that yeah, i got chills I really felt i was like that. yo that's that that's the kind of energy we need to really see change mm-hmm. stop allowing like just stop rolling with shit kind of like shake shit up you gotta shake shit up to. and she shook shit up she could have just answered well you know what i got out of it was blase she said nah fuck that yeah now nah, what the fuck did you get out of it i know she didn't say that but like 
that's how I interpreted it. I and was like, oh, shit. I expect that she had some sort of media training and to like be able to like think about the questions that will be asked of you after you win because she knew she was going to win. She's I'm sure she's very confident in herself. Um, and to know like, OK, I know what these are gonna, what they're going to ask me. So when they do ask me, it's just like, boom. And they yeah. weren't expecting that. But I was expecting their question. Yeah. Shout out to Naomi, man. We'd love to see it. Any last closing thoughts for the listeners before episode three? Thanks for listening to one and two. And are you still with the shit series? And are you still with the shit series? To all our loyal fans, the most loyal fans, <laughs> they listen to every episode thus far. Still our day me. ones. Our day ones. Yeah, facts. Y'all are our day ones. Remember. Hey, facts. But also to the new listeners, yeah, thank thank you to to keep keep coming back and become you know, you're not day one, but day two works too, you know? Yeah. We got more shit on the way. For sure. What are your closing thoughts? Hey, I echo what you guys said. Shout out to our listeners. We got more shit on the way. We got a lot. I, I, we got just an endless amount of topics we can break down here. Um, and just so there's clarity, the purpose of this whole thing is we're fighting a fight. Right? We're, we're enacting change. This is our, this is our vehicle. Yo, Simone, I actually meant to ask this earlier and I know we're about to wrap up, but I, just quickly, how could your like male coworkers or male friends, right, counterparts, like help you guys as women in the workplace? Mm. I know that, Ooh. I know say that's that. a tough, say I know that. that's say like that. that's a really crazy good. question Class, to ask, but like. It's just a, like, it just has layers, right? I know, right, for sure. So if this isn't the time to get into it, I understand. I just but. feel like if you know someone is going hard every day, putting in twice the work that you are, and y'all are up for a promotion at the same time. Like, I think take a second and be like, is this something that I'm ready for? Or is it, or is this person more deserving? Like, if you're on the job for two weeks and you see like a position opening up that's in a higher management position, why would you go out for that? You know, like, obviously, there are probably more talented people on your on your team that have been there longer. And you should be like, hey, maybe maybe I shouldn't try and take this position <laughs> like i don't know um, i think it's important to advocate for women bro it's that's not what that, i'm saying it's, it's just took like a long oh, way well, to yeah. say that well, yeah <laughs> yeah sure. i feel what you say but i was just wondering if there's anything in particular like yeah obviously like you would think the obvious thing is yeah be a decent human being right right i mean right it should go but no saying. intentionally advocate for women who deserve it though yeah because it's it's a selfless act to say oh yo by the way simone's killing it um but it goes a long way yeah. And if you don't say it, somebody, it might not ever get said. Right. So understand your power and all. Everybody has power in corporate. Regardless, if your entry level doesn't matter, your words have power. And if you say, hey, they're killing it. Like her, her vibe is ill and she also produces. Like that goes a long way. Understand that and understand what can, like you being a part of positive change that's how you do that that's one way to do that yeah yeah <laughs> we, love you. we love you it's just the beginning got a long fight ahead of us but you gonna get there so long i'm already tired i'm so young and so tired <laughs> isn't that sick bro shout out to black women I mean, sure. it's just harder. Say that. Like, to, like, let's just be honest. I mean, I am. Harder. I just can't even imagine like the women that come that have come before me and like the fight that they have put up because I am really just starting out in my career and I am just like, damn, like this is too much. Like, I rated Mary Rich at this point. Nah, don't say that. <laughs> bro. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But if you knew me in real life, but if you knew me in real life, you'd be like. You serious, bro? Are you kidding? <laughs> of all the discussions that we've had, you think that's... I'm just playing with you, bro. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but... Nah, you... Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, I honestly am just, like, exhausted from, like, trying to be promoted, trying to move on, trying to get a better job or whatever. I feel you, bro. Well, like, get in the pie, bro. On that note, much love. Um, rest in peace, RBG. We will continue to live your legacy and fight the fight. All love.